welcome to another episode of Talking Bollocks with me, your host Howard H. Smith. Hello, good day to you, wherever you are, good evening, good night, but wherever you are, welcome, welcome to Talking Bollocks. Me, your host Howard H. Smith, um, I sing in UK thrash band Acid Rain, I do this here podcast, Find Talking Bollocks, on all social media, um, I am also a uh, stand-up comedian, or a stand-up comedian, whatever you prefer. Um, I do that as the character Keith Platt.co.uk if anybody uses websites anymore. And um, I also do the Motorcast, the official Motorhead podcast. And is it any wonder with a voice like that? <laughs> um, so, only other thing to mention is Patreon. If you'd like to contribute to the show, if you've been thinking about it on and off, whatever, you know, just well, go on, chuck us a few quid. It's only $6 a month to get the full bollocks. And by that, you get a live podcast with me, your host, on Zoom. And uh, basically, call it a live podcast. You just sit around and have a few drinks and talk about metal. So that's about it, really. And then I um, uh, offer opinions nobody asked for and tell stories I shouldn't. But there you go. <laughs> So um, if that sounds like a laugh, on top of that, you get a two-hour radio show every month. You get this podcast early. You also got the opportunity to send in your questions to ask guests. So, hey, what more do you want? We've even got some Patreon questions in the interview with Rhyme Waste coming up. But before we do that, it's patreon.com forward slash Howard H. Smith. That's where you need to go. And now we need to go to the news. What's been happening in the world of metal since last we spoke? Well... Surprise, surprise, Dave Mustaine says he was bothered by the fact that Metallica used his music after his departure. Yes. Um, Should we change? Dave Mustaine says he is bothered, not was. Uh, Because Joe Rogan um, seems to be quite good at fishing things out of people in Metallica. He got quite in-depth with James Hetfield, if I remember rightly. Um, Yeah. he says, I think in my mind, I went straight into Megadeth. I went straight into Megadeth, not Negadeth. But at the time, I was still kind of trying to digest everything that took place. The thing that bothered me most was um, I had all my music and I left it behind and said, "Don't use my music." And of course, they did. They used it on the first record. He proceeds to list. Yeah, we know, Dave. All the solos on the first record of mine, except they they're just performed by Kirk. He's a good enough guitarist, um, and they're close, but not the same. He's not a he's not a bad guitar player. Well, you know. That's opinion, isn't it? <laughs> so anyway, long and short of it is, it still bothers him. And you know what? I I kind of don't blame him. You know, it's like, yeah. If if you left you if you left your stuff behind and said don't use it, and then the band used it, yeah, you'd be pissed off. I'd be pissed off. I think anybody listening would be pissed off. So maybe Dave has the right to be pissed off, but. There's no doubting that some of those music, some of that music you left behind, Metallica put to very good use, and I very much like it. So, um, yeah, I'm a bit conflicted about that, but um, yeah, Dave has got a point. So, um, uh, this is a very short story. In fact, it, it's barely even a story. Just when I read you the um, the bill I'm about to announce, I'm sure <laughs> you will realise why. Uh, yeah, there's no story to it. Um, so. It's a it's a it's a store it's a, a tour that's happening in the States. It's Huberstank with special guests Lit and Alien Amp Farm. So there you go. Yeah, there's no real story there, is there? It is it and it's it's uh, oh sorry, Huberstank and Lit are co headlining the Tried and True tour. 
fucking hell. Why not just call it the Bang Average Tour? Why don't you just call it the Nothing New Tour? Tried and true. Fucking hell. Damned by faint praise or what? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, and the Ataris, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're on the bill as well. So there you go. Um, so all of you in North America, you can, um, it's going to kick off in Nashville, um, on October the 14th and it runs through to mid November hitting North Carolina, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, and Texas. VIP packages are also available. Wow. I would imagine the VIP version of, of that is not going. Um, that's, that's why meet and greet. Oh, the meet and greets are up for grabs. If anybody wants to do that, um, yeah, it includes a pre-show hangout and photo op with members of Hoobstank, Lit and Alien Amp Farm. Well, <laughs> that party will be lit, won't it? I mean, literally, hey, fucking hell. That is a, a, an up-to-date dad joke. Um, this next story, um, well, this affected me personally because this story became huge across the world of rock and metal media. Um, and I knew what it was about because I opened up my Twitter account and, well, one of the many, Talking Bollocks, Acid Rain, Keith Platt. So anyway, I opened up one of them and um, boom, there's a picture of Tommy Lee with his cock out. It's just Tommy Lee with his cock out. That's it. And like, no, no words, no hashtags, nothing. Just a picture of Tommy Lee with his cock out. Have I said that enough? It's Tommy Lee with his cock out. What the living fuck is the man doing? And what annoys me, what he made me do, or maybe it's just my twisted brain, but what he made me do, yeah, because it can't be my fault. I, I can't have that on the logbook, right? What he made me do was zoom in because I thought, well, it's got to be false, doesn't it? It's, it's like, ah. Uh, oh, you know? So, um, yeah, that was a new story that went fucking worldwide. Um, he says he posted a new photo on the social media um, after going on a motherfucking bender, right? I mean, poor choice of words, but anyway. I mean, I've been out on a few motherfucking benders. I'm sure you, dear listener, have been out on a few motherfucking benders. Did you ever get in, strip naked, sit on the toilet and take a selfie with your cock in it? And then post it on social media. Sorry, Tommy. I went on a bender. It's not really going to do. And also, recently, over the last few days, um, he got his cock out on stage. So, you know, what the fuck is going on? Anyway. Um, Next up, Striper (laughs) postpones tour for economic and other reasons. So that's just economic then. Sorry, got to grab a mouthful of water there. Um... The veteran, veteran Christian rockers have announced a postponement in uh, in a social media post. It is with a heavy heart that we are postponing um, most of our September tour dates. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, basically, new dates next year rescheduled. Blah blah blah. Unfortunately, we, um, uh, there were some electro- economic cards stacked against us. Anyone in the music industry will tell you about the um, uh, the tour bus and labour shortage uh, out there. We're feeling it firsthand. And to be fair. It's true. Um, I, you know, I, if you thought I was 
like doing this whole story to just have a laugh at Striper. I'm actually not for once. Um, I like to keep you on your toes, you know. That way, you know, I can be objective. And so, you know, I'm trying to give you as close to as the truth, or at least my version of it, as possible. Um, so this happened to a friend of mine, uh, Jace Lewis, who's the uh, he's, he's our producer. And I say our, as in acid rain. Um, and uh, he had the exact same thing and had to cancel a tour for the same reason, because of um, tour buses uh, shortage. But also, um, you add the new fuel costs on top. Um, it's punishing. And in uh, in Striker's, Striper's case, they've had to pull this tour and Jace Lewis had to um, pull himself off the... Uh, apologies for the wording there. Had to um, remove himself from the bill and the Gary Newman tour. So, um, yeah, it's real, folks. I even managed to squeeze a fucking joke in there, didn't I? And I didn't mean to. That was that was a genuine, genuine error. I'm sorry. Now, I've got to be honest, I've saved this story and I don't know why. Oh, that's why, yeah. Slipknot shares Yen music video. Well, I've got to say, uh, song doesn't do much for me, but bloody hell. Yeah, you know what's coming. Slipknot has shared the M. Sean Clown Crayon directed music video for Yen, the latest single off the band's widely anticipated new album. I can tell you, nobody anticipates this fucking chucklehead's next attempt at a B-horror movie. I mean, I thought Rob Zombie was the king of shit horror films. If anybody lets Sean M. Crayon direct a, a horror film, he will set a new standard. I'm telling you, um, just never give the man a camera again. I th- I, I'm embarrassed. I think I actually said all I can say about him. But anyway, Avatar wants to save heavy metal. Here we go. Um, Nobed vocalist Jonas Ekerstrom. Uh, I've slightly changed that. Um, of Swedish metalist Adav- Avatar has confirmed yada yada next album bollocks waffle the short version is we will make you see the devil and we will make you dance you've heard every band say it it's their best album yet this is our best album yet he's not he's not shying away from this at all he's leaning right into it my best thing to liken to it is Judas Priest British Steel in that Judas Priest were always great and before British Steel you had Killing Machine you had Sagwins of Destiny and all this but they were great heavy metal bland yeah yeah and then we had British Steel I find they really got laser focused cut off the fat and we're focused on what we feel right now metal needs this is very pompous but yet it's coming folks it's coming honestly I feel like we have to save heavy metal because either this could be worse, by the way, I could be doing this in a Swedish accent and it's just going to end up sounding like the chef from the Muppets. So I'm holding off because either people out there are lost in the past. They did it better than we will ever do what they do. Don't do that. What's next? What's next for us? And do that without disappearing up your own asses completely. I've got the intonation all wrong. I apologise. When people end up doing metal, it's best enjoyed while sitting down and shutting up. You miss the point. Metal is the music that you move to in the pit, banging your head, dancing around, whatever. Lifting weights, drinking too much, getting pregnant, impregnating someone, doing things. It's music to move with. What a list. What a list. I tell you what, I'm glad there's a comma in there because impregnating someone doing things, that's... That's a whole other meaning than impregnating someone, doing things. It's music to move with. 
you have the drums in the band. Why would you have drums if you don't move? <laughs> that sounds like a fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger music critic. <laughs> Brilliant. You have drums in the band? Why you have drums if you don't move? I don't know who that was, but bloody hell. Yeah, genius. Anyway, I'll be I'll be listening to the new Avatar album, see uh, how much like it isn't British Steel. And finally, ex-Anthrax guitarist Dan Spitz introduces first ever luxury Time Priest branded, brand headed by Total Metalheads. That's right. It's the story you never knew you wanted to hear, and when you hear it, still don't care. Former Anthrax guitarist Dan Spitz, who became a world-renowned prize-watching watchmaker after leaving the band for the first time, has shared a sneak preview into the new into the new caliber Zero Bridge in-house design and manufacture for the upcoming Tideman and Spitz timepieces. He said, "We're the first ever country, USA and Norway." Independent luxury timepiece brand to be headed by Total Metalheads and catering to the specific of musical artists by musical artists. We welcome all to enter this new chapter of what has never been before and cannot be duplicated by anyone in the future. Well, I have heard some pretty ropey sales pitches um, that's managed to somehow be off the back of metal in recent times. But that... That's right up there. Sorry, Dan. I'm sure he doesn't listen. He was a guest once years ago. Excuse me. But come on. We are luxury. Luxury. I mean, these watches will be in the tens of thousands, by the way. They will not be cheap. And so there you go. That's right out of most most metalheads fucking price range to start with. In fact, I'm going to roll that back and say that. But they will be in the thousands. So, you know. That straight away is putting it out of the reach of a lot slash most metalheads. Let's be honest. And also, what is a watch that is designed specifically for metalheads by metalheads supposed to be supposed to do? Has it got a hologram? Can you? Is like will Slayer appear on it? Holo, you know, a little hologram. You know, the original lineup. Hey, I mean, it, it, can I can I press buttons and get the original Sepultura lineup back together? What the fuck is it going to do? Has it got a groupie mode? I don't know what that does. Maybe I don't know. Makes you numb a bit, wrist. <laughs> you numb a bit, wrist. Your wrist a bit numb. Fucking hell. You get where I'm going. This is just like, I, I, if you do the devil horns with you with the arm you're wearing a watch, does the watch like you know roar or something? What I mean, what the fuck? Is it a smartwatch? Can you connect it to your phone? Attach a fucking metal app that turns your whole phone into just metal, and all of the all of the fucking uh, all of the icons are just various like people in metal or metal symbols, famous album covers. You know, just metals your phone to fuck. It instantly goes through your music, puts all the most metal songs to the top of your fucking playlists, puts make changes all your ringtones, turns them all into fucking metal songs, right? And then all of your WhatsApp, everything, that's all, fuck it. You can't, all of your emojis, they're, they're gone, replaced by metal. You know, you've got fucking smiling Ronnie Dio and things like that. It's just, that's it. That's, that's your heavy metal watch right there with your heavy metal app. Yeah, and, that, and that's if it's a smart watch. If it's not, what the fuck is this thing going to, what's so metal about it? Is it made of metal? Yeah, that's fucking it, isn't it, really? That is it. And there ends the watch lesson. <laughs> so um, that's all the news I got for you recently. Um, 
Uh, the other news is played first show with uh, um, Acid Rain, uh, our new guitarist, um, Matt, on um, on Sunday. We uh, closed out final final day of the Birmingham Festival, and we closed that out, and it was absolute blast. Matt um, knocked it out of the park, as did the rest of us, obviously. Um, and it was just an absolute blast. It really was. Um, really enjoyed it, and. Um, yeah, just can't wait to get back out there doing it. And um, yeah, got got something really, really special in the offer in the offing that's uh, come our way. And well, it's come back because initially uh, we got an offer in February, uh, and then lockdown started in March. So about two and a half years later, a promoter from some part of the world has come back to us. And um, yeah, it's um, it's really exciting. Anyway, God, it's all about me, isn't it? Do apologise. Let's make it about Ryan Waste and I having a chat. At this point, I can direct you to um, the YouTube channel. There's a link uh, in the description of this podcast. You can ping on that and it'll take you straight to the interview and uh, us on video um, watching it. Uh, sorry, watching it, doing it. Um, also, you can uh, ping the support Patreon and, or you know support this podcast uh, link in the description as well. And that will take you straight to the aforementioned Patreon. So... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, there's no boys and girls listening. In fact, there's barely any ladies. In fact, there's barely any gentlemen. People, people of all sexes, they, them, she, her, it, it, whatever you are. Here comes my chat with Ryan Waste just a few weeks ago. Hello. Hey, man. Let me get my camera going here. One second. Okay. There you go. What's up, buddy? Hey. Um, oh, man, I'm just pleased to see you. Yeah, I just uh, I just walked in the door, man. Good timing. Oh, that's superb, man. Because uh, you know, it's just been one of those days where I've had like yeah. two no shows, um, and yeah, shit even, happens, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to New York to get tattooed tonight, and I've just got two interviews. So as soon as I'm done with this, I'm hitting the road. So it's all good. Oh man, honestly, I, I if I were you, I would just be thinking about the tattoos um yeah but you know it's it's a little road trip before it's like six hours so yeah 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 oh fuck man yeah yeah well um look um thanks for doing this um my name's howard i sing in a uk fresh band called acid rain um who oh, yeah. were around years ago and um came i got a couple of acid rain records back here man you sure <laughs> yeah you want, you want me to pull them out oh that's brilliant man oh awesome cool dude Oh dear! There's a ten inch over here. You can ah. that's, easy to, that's easy to find, right? Dude, you are a fucking collector. Oh man! Records. Well, I tell you know that ten inch. You know that ten inch. If you take that ten inch out, uh, there's okay, a, 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 on the back, on the back. Okay. Yeah. That yeah that that's me. That's me when I was uh, nineteen. Are you are you uh, going across like you know, yeah? The that's me. Yeah yeah, yeah exactly. You see. You got yeah, it. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a maddest stories ever told shirt. That's cool, man. Oh, man. Honestly, I so wish I still had that shirt. Like the records right next to you guys accused an acid rain go right next to each other. Uh, yeah, we, we do. We do. That's that's uh, that's one of the best things about our name, man. I, honestly, I love the accused so much. Totally, un- totally underrated. We know uh, Blaine sings on the new record. Blaine uh, Cook sings on that song, The Bite. On the new waste uh, album. Oh fuck me! I never, I, I honestly didn't realize, and I, I didn't have the like, you know, any supporting. Um, well, I've been uh, doing, a, I've been doing a lot of these interviews, and I, it, apparently, no one had that information because there's like, is there guest vocalists? And we got um, 
you know, of course, me and Phil sing on parts. People might recognize our voice, but uh, there's two guests. One is Barney from Napalm Death uh, on Putting on Errors, and the other is Blaine from The Accused singing on The Bite. So that's on the new record. That's awesome. And that is some, that's some hardcore quality guests as well. Is this a video uh, podcast uh, here? Are they, are they going to catch any of that stuff or yeah, should I yeah. not even worry about it? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, t- to be honest, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've gathered what's going on. We're just nerding out about records and shit. So it's not a video <laughs> podcast. Okay, I'll, I'll, well, uh... I'll put the video up as well. But okay. most, mostly, mostly, most people go for the audio. Okay, because I've done these and I did all this cool shit and then, and they go, oh, it's for a magazine. We're just typing it out. I go, <laughs> what am I wasting my energy here for, man? Come on. It's like I got all this killer shit behind me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you prep the whole thing, you know. No, it's it's nice no little... this is my room. My room just looks like this at all times. It's it's guitars, VHS and and that... heavy metal records. I Dude, mean, is that is that what I live? I live and breathe the shit. So it's, it's not it ain't going nowhere. It ain't set up for this. It's just set up like that in general. That's awesome. And it's not a man cave. It's where you live. It's the media room. It's, I'm surrounded by media. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's media. No, there's, there's, uh, there was three women in here last night. It's not just for men. Oh, nice. Friends, you know, some, yeah, exactly. Friends. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, not a, it's not a boys club over here. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, uh, look, first up, congrats on the new album. Um, Thanks, because I, I'm... There's just something about whether it's the timing or whatever it was, but um, it just seems to, I don't, I don't know, it's really, it's just, it's totally surprised me, totally surprised me. Um, it's just not the album I was expecting. And it's, it, I mean, just the sound, the rawness, um and yeah it's just phenomenal in a good way okay so it was a, oh yeah absolutely yeah. Good... yeah i mean <laughs> we um we had the time for this one which we never do have time to write and record it's always crammed in between touring you know and we should probably spend this much time on every record but the world stopped you know so we had yeah. all the time to put into it and yeah. you know i wrote another record with bat and recorded it and i finished a screenplay during the pandemic, like I was just, you know, I hit the ground running, but not, not going anywhere, just sitting at home doing zoom meetings and, and just practicing and writing. So, I mean, it was a hell of a time to, to be creative. You could, you could sit there and get drunk and get bummed out about the world, or you could just make something happen. And, you know, I've been yeah. uh, just trying to make shit happen, you know, when everything slowed down. Uh, good on you, man. Uh, my, my creativity completely, left me i mean i've i've been doing stand-up comedy for 25 years as, uh, oh great in between I, I, when the band went completely quiet man but... i respect that i i respect stand-up comedians more than anyone because you, you know you don't have a guitar in front of you you don't have a band <laughs> behind you it's if you bomb it's all on you man and sometimes yeah. bomb sometimes bombing's the funniest thing I, I'll, I'll go watch a comic bomb and think it's the greatest thing in the world <laughs> thing is it's it i mean it, you're right it is uh yeah for me it's, not it's, for not for the guy up there well no no but i mean when you but but you're right you know when you bomb it's it's horrendous but also like you know the highs are higher the lows are lower when you're yeah. on your own risk versus reward you know and that's that, that's how it goes but yeah. um but i yeah i mean i during the during the pandemic i was just like i was i was dry i didn't have a creative bone in my body and just it happened to a lot of people man i mean for us like i was burned out from being on the road you know and i had a whole year ahead of me and i honestly wasn't even looking forward to it man like i was like 
just run ragged, you know. I just did two yeah. European tours and back to back, and it was like, here we go again. And then everything shut down. I was like, really? And no one's gonna work? Okay. <laughs> I was like, I I could use a break. And then you know, I got antsy after that. I mean, after a while, yeah, you get stir crazy if you're used to traveling all the time. So it, it did get to me eventually. So I'm glad we're back out there. Yeah, but I think I, I think it gave us all a chance as well to just to just kind of reset. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, because you take things for granted, you know, and like and like you say, you know, one minute you're you know you're, you're kind of dreading going out to Europe, um, as terrible as that may sound, but then it was actually the U.S. Circle. I just did two in Europe, and it was a U.S. tour that I was like, going, oh man, done this before. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Okay. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's that, it's that like, wow, we still doing this. We still play in this particular place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, in a good way in some places and you know, not oh, a good for sure. way. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not ragging on anything. Yeah, venues, no. We lost a lot of venues during the pandemic, which is another yeah. pain, painful thing to think about. Yeah, it is. So we've got less venues for more bands all wanting to tour at the same time because yeah. we're all just like keen to get out there again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you've got, you've got to take your time on the album, which, um, well, may, hey, look, maybe maybe that's the, uh, I mean, there's some real old school vibes coming through as well. I mean, I know, you, you know, you've always kind of given a nod to the old school, but there's some like, just like, like, There's a couple more heavy metal. Like I'm a big heavy metal fan, and we snuck more of that in there. I, I'm always didn't you <laughs> trying to sprinkle that? Well, I think the other big big added bonus is there's two guitars now. You know, Nick's been in the band since 2016, but we just kind of let him run with the the leads. There's almost a lead in every song, and uh, we have the ability to do it. Why not showcase it? You know, like yeah. I do a little bit of lead stuff, but I never really consider myself a lead guitar player, more of a rhythm. I'm a, I always consider myself a bass player playing guitar because I still enjoy playing bass, and that's just how it is, man. But uh, with wow, Nick, that's he, very unguitarist of you. Well, you know what? This is funny. Uh, when I played bass, people told me I played like a guitar player, so I can't fucking win. <laughs> no one wants to hang out with you. Guitarists say I, I don't a bass know. player. That's why I had to start a band. Like, like yeah, I'll get kicked out of every other band I join it. Just yeah. had to start a fucking band to make it work. Yeah, yeah. That's when I switched to guitars. Like, all right, I'll just start a band. That, that's the waste, you know. But um, yeah. I don't know. We know where we're getting. I feel like I'm just I'm just answering questions you're not asking. But it's, I, hey, no, no, dude, dude. I we're just we're just rabbiting. It. That's 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 all that I matters. Like that. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what that's that's just what the, what I do here. But um, no, I mean, like the ending of Demoralizer, the last thirty seconds of that yeah. man. When the first time I heard that, not only did I laugh out loud when the song finished, in a good way, okay, you know what I'm saying. Why, because it's Iron Maiden? <laughs> of course. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, that that, that was like, an old yeah. song. Man, I, I had that song before Simon Punishment, but it was a one guitar deal. So I right. wrote those harmonies, and it was just me. And I was like, well, this has got to be for two players, or it just doesn't sound right. And we just resurrected that song now that we had Nick in the band, and you know, I was thinking of just Thin Lizzy and just old, you know, just the base, like the most basic harmony done in E standard is going to sound cool no matter what. Yeah. And um, yeah. just to be able to fit that kind of stuff in a way song, I was really happy because, I mean, that's the shit I listen to. It doesn't yeah. always work for municipal ways. So we just made a, a condensed heavy metal song into a waste <laughs> format, really. 
yeah but I, it just lies out just like i i was like yes and then and i just i just skipped it back and listened to it again just like I, i've got to go back and i've got to listen to that now i know it's coming i've got to listen to it again ah yeah you know? it's just the beauty of a little harmony like even a simple one like that just really jumps out so no, I, but that, I, I get the same feeling like we haven't even played that one live yet i can't wait to play that live oh man the 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 feeling of that ending is but but the sonics the Sonics are Maiden as well. It's not just like, oh, you know, it's like Maiden-esque. It's like, literally, yeah. it sounds, because you've because you've got that kind of raw sound. Yeah. It, it, oh, on it, it just sounds like Maiden. That's what we like were going Maiden. for on that one. So that's, we did our job. That's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Nearly fell off my bike. a British person said it was okay. So that's good. We got to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, are you, I, I've hung around with Bruce a couple of times, actually. But, oh, right but, on. But not through, um, funnily enough, not through anything to do with music. Um, Are you fencing I, with them or something? No, I yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe Mendes fence. Um, uh, yeah. But I um, no, I used to do. Um, I used to run a, a pub quiz in his local pub. I didn't know it was his local pub. Oh, cool. And um, and he came in a couple of times and just ended up chilling out and and basically getting drunk in his local pub with Bruce and hearing all the cool behind shit that's going on at the time and you know all the uh, all the and ah oh, it's like you know what it's like when you suddenly become a you're suddenly just like fanboy again oh yeah it's happened to me still man like i you know absolutely yeah we're all fans man when it comes down to it well that's that's i was having this conversation with somebody the other day saying that that's that that's that's all we are in bands we're just really really big fans we're so big fans of the music that we had to kind of make we had to make some of our own yeah but but that but that's purely because we're just fans yeah i say it all the time i got a fan blowing my my hair right now (laughs) i'm glad this is on video and we're all very clear as to what actually is going on here. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully someone watches the video version and we're not doing all this work for nothing. Yeah, absolutely. So you're now going to make the effort if you're just listening to the audio version, you're now going to go and watch the video. Um, but uh, yeah, no, there are times where it is, you are just being a fan again. But I think it's very, with you guys, you, you stay very much sort of plugged into the scene. Like you said, you're a fan. So when you're putting a tour together or you're putting a piece of merch together, you know what works and what doesn't. Yeah, and we're we're very hands-on with everything. Like, yeah. I care so much about the artwork and so yeah. much about every little piece that goes into it. And, um, yeah. and, you know, and Tony's really particular about picking the bands we play with. Like, everyone's like, I'm a little out of touch with the newer bands because I just listen to old shit. And it's like, oh, who do you want to tour with? I'm like, well, they're dead <laughs> or they're not a band anymore. But um, we stay in tune with it, you know, and I got to give Tony a lot of credit for... Uh, trying to curate some of these tours we do and of course like if we can go on play some shows with midnight or our friends bands or you know we will you know but it's just um but dude we we're going out with anthrax and you know in europe in the fall we're going out with at the gates over here um in a few weeks i mean these are bands we've toured with before that that ask us on too it's not just us it's it's an honor to be asked again to tour with these these great bands that you know we're been doing it even you know 15 20 years longer than us so yeah it's crazy that we've been a band almost 22 years now and that's just that just flew by man so we're an old band now i guess <laughs> kids that are 20 they weren't even born when when i started it you know it's fucked up i know man i know this is the this is the thing right i and this is what this is what something i wanted to say to you is that 
were there any redundant question now because you kind of answered it already but you know are there times where you go wow you know we're still going or you know when when we started out when you started out you know could you have ever looked that far in the future and thought no you know it's it boggles my mind like um because i kind of call it time traveling because you know we are traveling you know country to country state to state in a bus now and drunk half the time and it just like it just goes by yeah i'm taking a break from drinking right now because it's just been too much but um uh it's just like it flew by and you don't even like i'm really good at remembering what i have to do in front of me like what shows are coming up but if it already happened it just blends into one big mess of a tour yeah and i'm like what we were there then and man well, it's believe crazy. you and me, man. I, we, applies, we, man. We, we're ten years apart. I am. T- I'm. I'm ten years. I was going to ask you how long. Years. How long uh, was the reign of acid for you? Uh, uh, well, initially it was 1988 to 1991, um, but then we came back in 2015. Uh, uh-huh. New new so album 2019. Um, so you're doing and, it again. And then pandemic. So. Oh yeah, you're just getting a new record out. That's bad timing. Yeah, first album in 29 years, boom, pandemic. I, like I met someone else, maybe your guitar player at one point too. <laughs> well, maybe. do you know what? Do you know what's really weird? This has just, this has just happened, folks. This was not planned. You have, but he wasn't our, um, he wasn't our guitarist at the time. He ended up being our guitarist about 10 years later. But I'm going to, sh- I'm going to share you, I'm going to share you a picture was it? I, I already know. I think I know what this is. It was at a festival. Download. And, uh, yeah, and did he? Uh, did I like put on? Like I think I. This could be a different guy, but no, I, you're I right. On, like, I know what you're gonna say. Okay, so I yeah. put on like a bar rag. We yeah. would call it. We would call it like a baja or a drug rug in the states. The drug yeah. rug, but it was all bar towels, and I put that it on. That dude there. Yeah, so that's that same day. Yeah, which guy on the far right? Right. That's him, yeah. Yeah, so he's, yeah. Yeah, so he's in. Um, so he's in the band now. Um, he wasn't at the time. That's yeah, the dude. That's the, there's that's the, bar the that's the that's the drug rug or the bar rag rug. That's insane. That's the there, one. Yeah, there's Phil. That's Phil, our bass player. With yeah, him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, those festivals, like we'll just be day drunk, just yelling at people, and I would just go walk around and meet people, which I still do. That you know, we're not no better than the you know the people down out. We're just hanging out at a festival after we play, you know? So Absolutely. we're just walking around. Yeah, and yeah. That, like he called over to me and I had some beers with him and I, I put that thing on. There's even yes. a video on YouTube of me where it's so <laughs> funny. I was like, my bo- I was like, my beard's so bushy. Then I was like, man, I know. That was before I knew I needed to trim my damn beard. But um, it's re- it was really, it was, I remember that day and I, it's crazy that, so yeah. I do remember some of the stuff. Oh, that's, that's, that's bizarre, man. Well, yeah, what I was going to say is like, yeah, so I'm 10 years 10 years old. Oh, he wasn't in the band originally. He joined later type deal. Is that mm-hmm. what it was? Or no? Okay. Yeah. When we, um, when we got back together, but yeah. um, well, back together, but um, yeah, 10 years, man, it flies. Honestly, it absolutely flies. You know, you said about time traveling, it doesn't slow down. It just gets quicker. It really does, man. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's just, you know, we're, just pleased to be back out there, and and presumably there was a well, there was we should a play time. A show together. I think people would would enjoy that. Acid rain and a waste show, dude. Well, you know, well, it, that is literally going to be yeah. Here's here's your show title for you. 
uh, that can be like Battle of the Beer. Um, <laughs> you guys drink too, man. Like I'm, I'm slowing down, man. I, I'm not even telling. This is a, this ain't even. This is a trick. This, this is to get my oral fixation. I, I don't want really? I, I don't know if I'm gonna break kids' hearts or not, but it, no, I'm just taking a break because I just did like three tours in a row, and every day, oh man, you know, yeah. 20, 22 years in a row, partying every night. It's like I can't do it, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, the, the, there comes a point as well. It's, <laughs> it comes a point as well, especially where it's kind of like, you know, we got to do well, shows, and I've I've got to be like kind of good. So it's the after effect. Like I, you know, I'm not I'm not one of those reckless drunk belligerent people like you won't even know i'm drunk it's what happens the day after and the day after that and it's the the just wears on your body and your mind yeah you know, i just can't yeah. do it man yeah. you know in my 40s it's just it's just taking its toll in the, i for me for me that that's when that's when the mental hammer hangover became worse than the physical one that's what it is yeah yeah, yeah. it gets depressing you get anxiety yeah. and, and and i probably don't even have any reason to have that it's just what i'm drinking is doing it you know yeah yeah and the thing is, as well, is that like the one thing you need on the road as well is good sleep and alcohol yeah. fucks with that as well. Yeah. Despite the fact you think you're getting this great sleep. You're passed out. It's not real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's your body giving up. That's not you getting some nice restful sleep. Well, we just, you know, we were touring a van for 15 years. Then we finally graduated to a bus where you do have a bunk and you can sleep and then you'll sleep all day. And I like that to wake me up for sound check. And it's like the after it's like the early evening. Yeah. And, that, and that's great. And then we went back to these short little tours we were doing in a van and I tore with bat in a van, my other band. And we just did three van tours in a row. And I'm just like, normally I can shake it off and go to the bunk and take a nap, but you're just sitting upright in the heat next to your, you know, your buds just like, no comfort and you know we did that for years on end so i definitely can't complain about it but we paid our dues with that and going yeah. back to it man as an old man it doesn't work man it's it just wears you down dude uh that is a long time to be in the van uh that's yeah. that's like an and extended the drives are longer over here man you know it's oh. like eight hours to you know to anywhere so Oh, like, yeah, it's it's eight hours to get off the gas station forecourt for you guys. Yeah. You know, it's like you're, you're in fucking you're in Spain and you're in France and within five, you know, over in oh, the mainland, I, at least. Oh, absolutely. And here in the UK, I mean, literally, you know, do 100 miles, another gig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. So we're coming back to the UK, man. Like where we start this anthrax tour in the UK in uh, late September. I'm really excited. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm I'm planning to get along to you to the London show because that's um, cool. I, I live in London, so I'm Perfect. definitely definitely going to try and get down we'll to that show. Up, Just drop me a message. We'll hook you up. Oh, we absolutely, man. Love. Unless to. you're already a, a cool VIP guy, dialed in <laughs> with the talk show. I don't know. Well, no, 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 no. A Claire, <laughs> uh, Claire at Nuclear Blast will um, will great. will make sure that I'm uh, well taken care of. But um, well, no, cool. she'll make sure I get in. You're going to make yeah, sure then, that I get well, we'll taken make care sure, of. Yeah. You can have one of my beers. One less beer for me that I, that I don't need. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can come and I can come be your bodyguard, or at least your beer guard. Yeah. Um, have it. So when when uh, when is that again? September. Yeah. So late September. Yeah, you know. So. so it's mostly October. We're over there. Yeah. All of October. Yeah. But that is that is that's absolutely perfect with a new album coming out. This is like the old days, man. The new album comes we out. We finally got you it know, right. You get a record a and you go on tour. <laughs> yeah, because this this tour got pushed back pandemic wise a few times, and yeah, we've held strong with these dates, so it's going down. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt, look, to be honest, I, over here, it's been like what pandemic for quite a long time. Yeah, that's what it seems over here. We we kind of started touring when it was still sketchy um, over here and people were getting sick. And, it, yeah, you know, same. at some point, there's just nothing you can do. You can do everything right and still get it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, we were the first band. We were the first band a lot of people saw after lockdown. We went out in September. And yeah. um, but we went out as a four piece because we had a, a guitarist who just got like wiped out for two or three months by COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then, of course, the, 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 the four of you suddenly go, ah, right. OK, that's like, yeah. So one of us goes down, like shows are cancelled. You know, yeah, it's so, yeah, yeah. And it's I just, do have a, I do have in three minutes. I, I don't want to go out on that note either because I, I got another interview in three minutes, but we could get get something going in right before if you want. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Um, well, look. Um, I appreciate you doing this. I, I've got some subscriber questions, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's let's reel through them. Let's reel through them. Okay. Well, actually, these these are all from. Um, now I'm going to level with you. There'd be a load more if I'd remembered to post it up earlier, but I didn't because the this was we we organised this. I mean, Claire organised this before she went on the holiday. She's been on holiday yeah. for two weeks. But, yeah. <laughs> um, when we've organised this, so. I'll go uh, over a little bit if we have to. It's fine. Oh, mate, that, I do appreciate it. Um, so here we go. Oh, shit. No, wrong one. Um, what if there was like, no No one wants to know anything. That'd be fun, too. That's like, I, kind of like the disclaimer you're giving me. You're like, usually there's more questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually, you know, the, the truth is, uh, you know, you just weren't a very popular guest with the fans. <laughs> yeah, you know. I figured that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the, here's the, uh, right. Uh, uh, well, we kind of didn't do this. You've been doing your thing with municipal waste for over 20 years. What is the driver to continue to make music and keep touring as, as you get older? It's um, getting out there and then seeing the fans themselves. And, you know, I don't even like calling them fans. It's just like the crowd, the people that are out yeah. there. Because yeah. the, the minute you get sick of doing it, you go out there and you, you feed off that energy. You go, okay, this is why I'm doing it. Yeah, it doesn't take absolutely. it takes two seconds to get up there and be like, OK, this is why this makes sense to do it this yeah. long. I, d I don't know about you, but I can clearly remember a time before I was even ever in a band and the feeling of going to gigs and the mystery of it all and seeing yeah. somebody from a band and the magic of it all. Nothing and... gives you that feeling like that. No drug can still can do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Euphoric feeling. Oh, it's it's well. This is what I say about like the difference, like doing stand up and doing comedy. It, I'm sorry, doing stand up and doing music. It's totally different worlds. Yeah, in, yeah. in stand up, you're just making somebody laugh. Don't get me wrong, but you're just making them laugh. In music, you 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 can fuck people up. Yeah, you know? and we can make them laugh too. We we do a little stand up in there too. <laughs> Improv always. Um, now next up, 711 crowd surfers at Bloodstock 2017. Has that been beaten at a gig since? Yeah, whatever we make up a new number. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it might have. You know, I've seen I've seen a sea of people because we do this thing with the wave of death, which is one of our songs, a newer song where we get people to crowd surf instead of crash into each other, we get the many people surfing. So was that you said that was Bloodstock? Yes. Yeah, we've done it twice at Bloodstock. We might have done it at Hellfest, but yeah, let's say Bloodstock's still the reigning champ. I think that is still the most. 
Awesome. Awesome. 711. That sounds about right. Nice. We broke we broke the record for the Sophie stage, I think, um, the year before, which was the indoor thing. How many would you guys get? Um oh it I think it was about maybe just over four hundred. I would have said seven hundred and twelve if that was me. I do you know what? <laughs> seven hundred and twelve. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, no, no. It's all right. can, I, I don't. Yeah, the Sophie stage. I don't know what. Um, I guess was that. That was more. Was that a tent or is that one of the? Yes. Out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, you couldn't get seven. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's less people. If you do the ratio of people and crowd surfers, maybe that would, maybe that number percentage is better. Dude, when it comes to bands, I'm really I'm really competitive, but when it comes to bands, I I I kind of tend not to be because it's yeah. like. I kind of, I really like what we do, so fuck everyone else, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm the same way. Yeah, cool. And um, and finally, what is the, this is a good one, and you don't have to throw anybody under the bus, but you're probably going to fucking have to if it means answering this question. Okay. What is the weirdest or worst pairing uh, Municipal Waste have played alongside? Oh, man. Oh, I can't even think about that right now. Let me... That's such a good question. I it's um, like my least favorite question is what what's the craziest thing you've seen on tour? Like someone just wants a story uh, that didn't put any effort into the question. But yeah, that's actually yeah. making me think because like yeah, I try to stay positive even if the band's like way different than us, which is always a plus if it's a different style band. Um, the worst pairing is when it's all thrash bands and all they're doing the same thing. Honestly, yes, yes, yeah. yes. And I won't yes. name a particular band or anything, but that's just like. Who wants to see the same thing over and over again? Not me. Or, or, or rather, some people do. Uh, but the thing is, it's kind of like your mind, man. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that's what killed. That's what killed thrash back in the day. I know. Yeah, in the late eighties. Yeah. Early yeah. 90s. It's it, it's like total lack of innovation. Everyone playing with each other. You know, slapping each other on the back, telling everybody how great it is, and then all of a sudden, poof, nothing. Same. Same. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, look, then I like my answer. There you go. That's a good way to end it. Uh, yeah. That's a great do way. Do something different. You know. Do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, really enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Definitely, man. Stay in touch too, man. Yeah. I will do. See you in London in September. See you there. All right. Cheers, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, as you can tell, I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, it was really, really cool. And um, and we're going to do part two um, when they're on the road over here. So I'm going to go and see him in London. And looking forward to that a lot. So um, Ryan did mention he was putting in a lot of effort there with his record collection. So it is worth checking out the video if you haven't done already. Um, well, this is the part of the podcast where I thank you for listening as always. I urge you to click any links that I uh, throw up there for you. Um, and just thanks for the support and thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. I've been doing this eight years now. Um and um, I still can't believe it's it's been that long, really. Um, and uh, that's down to everybody who listens, everybody who gets involved on social media, everybody who subscribes, shares, all the rest of it, all the other bollocks that everybody else goes on about. Notice I didn't break down the interview or anything like that. that annoying habit that some podcasts have of doing the interview and then picking apart and uh, analysing their own interview. Fucking bollocks. Almost like in an attempt to convince you how good it was of how good it was the way i look at it is you know you enjoy them or you don't you like me or you don't but it's lovely having you here thanks for listening wherever you are whatever you're doing 
Take care of each other, and I'll see you next time. Cheers.